Athlon Sports Coverage Podcast here on AthlonSports.com. Of course, wherever you are listening to us, we do appreciate you joining us. Uh, obviously, rate, review, subscribe. That is sometimes how people find out if we are good at what we do or bad at what we do. Mitch Light, Braden Gall, you can follow us on the Twitters, at AthlonMitch, at Braden Gall, AthlonSports.com, back, backslash, or just slash, store, by the magazines, of course, now on newsstands. Pro football magazines are on newsstands. Fantasy magazines coming Close. soon. So coming to yeah, a... Either coming soon or on newsstand. Coming one, to one a digital two. newsstand near you soon. Not a digital newsstand. They're for sale on our website. They will be on That's newsstands. That's a digital newsstand. They'll be on newsstands, I believe, next Tuesday. Cool. So... And by the way, do you, uh, we, we do appreciate all the reviews because it does help. But every podcast I listen to, it's word of mouth or someone suggests it. I don't go oh, searching okay. to see comments. Well, now now you are actively discouraging... No, I'm not. The people that like us to not say I'm just nice saying things that, about no, us. That's not true at all. I'm just <laughs> saying that I don't think that's where people decide what podcast to listen to I, by looking at the reviews. What is the point of a, what's the point of a massive corporation like Yelp? Then, like, what's the point of any review if nobody's using them? I I'm, totally disagree. Personally, every podcast I listen to, including this one, is because I've heard it's so awesome. I listen to this podcast and all my podcasts because of the I know the people. <laughs> Frankly, like I know you, so I listen to our podcast. I think you have amazing things to say. Um, no, other than like one particular company's podcast that I just listen to all religiously, all of their podcasts. Um, other than that, I listen it's a, to... It's an ironic word choice. I listen to like friends that we that we work with or work around or have known for a while. There's a lot of them out there. I respect a lot of them. But I think if you don't know much about us, because we're not as high profile as some of those other podcasts, that if you see a positive review of us, you might be more apt to check it out. So don't listen to Mitch, please. <laughs> the point of reviews is to, you know... And we we appreciate the fairness. Everybody's fair. You know, we're like 98% five stars. We get it. We can't please everybody. Um, so rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. It, it is important to us, so we do appreciate it. Also, another tremendous week of performances by you, the Cover 2 podcast audience, getting trivia questions right. I've got another one for you guys this week, and you have not heard this yet. So we'll do that again this week. Today's podcast, before we get to trivia, today's podcast, football games. We are going to talk about exclusively just football games today. Mitch, what a novel idea. I realize it's so you're June. you're going to cut me off if I try to talk about something else? Um, I don't know. You got accused of cutting me off one time, which, is which has never happened in my life. Unbelievable. Yes. My wife didn't believe me when I told us one of our listeners said, hey, Mitch, could you stop cutting Braden off? She didn't believe me. Only because <laughs> I want to try and change the balance of 70-30 words to maybe more like, 65-35. Well, um, we are growing and successful, and so the 65-35 split's working. So I'm going to keep <laughs> talking more than you know. Maybe uh, our growth would be better if it was 50-50. If you had good ideas, maybe you said you'd say them on the podcast. No. Um, so uh, I, I today, games. All games. Week one games, non-conference games. We're going to break down schedules, crossover play. Who gets the, the best home schedule? Who gets the toughest home schedule? It's almost exclusively about games. The entire podcast. We're going to have a lot of fun. I, I'm actually, I got really excited. I get really excited preparing for all of our podcasts. But this one, I got a little extra excited because now I feel like super prepared for games to start. Unfortunately, that's, long, that's not going to happen anytime soon, unfortunately. Yeah. So very like, excited. The only thing that's happening right now is like we're getting tweets about fresh, our freshman classes enrolling, like pictures of freshmen moving into their right. dorms for the summer. It, that's just riveting stuff. Like, yes. Especially, well, that guy looks, looks like he... 
He's a quick twitch athlete. No, no, Look two, how he's carrying that flat his, screen television. His two four seven profile says he's two forty eight. He looks at least two fifty in this in these new photos. Yeah, that's someone needs to fact check that website. Yes. I'm just saying. Um, so trivia question today on on the show. Oh, I don't. Even you know don't know, don't know, any, don't you know have, this was not pre discussed, so you don't know. Trivia question, and there's a little. By the ex- way, we had great response to the. Uh, yes, I want. That's what I wanted to start with. Thank you guys. Seriously, you guys are spectacular. You're the best audience in the college football podcast world because. You knew that Mitch's cat's name was Buttercup, and th- and that then that then inspired Mitch to start posting pictures of his cat all over the internet. <laughs> I took a picture, of which the I cat. thought was yeah. amazing. Well, I just figured people need to see how annoying <laughs> this cat really is. <laughs> well, the picture made it look kind of like normal and regular and sweet. So yeah. I don't. You need to catch it in the act of annoyance and then post that picture. But every ser- act is annoyance for me. Yeah, it's true. Seriously, like. The, the trivia question about us being in, you know, running from the police versus, um, uh, which was uh, obviously me because of my athleticism. Clearly. Um, so you ran from the police. I got arrested on a felony. Your cat's name is Buttercup. Um, Vanderbilt, Tennessee was the game we bet on. Like, it's just the responses have been awesome. It's very, it's actually quite humbling to see how many people respond. My favorite is the guy like five days later who's like, Buttercup. It's <laughs> Buttercup. <laughs> and unfortunately, we're doing this first come first serve, so we do we do yes. uh, reward people that listen. I'm running low on magazines, so let's say this week and next week will be will be so two more weeks, two more weeks, of- two more weeks. Um, we could start giving pro football magazines yeah. if we want to. So two more weeks of of a trivia question. Here's the here's here's and, and the, the uh, you get one regional magazine of your choice and one national magazine. So pretty cool stuff. That's basically what you need if you're a, a college football fan. So. All right, here is the trivia question. And this one might be a little easy, but I'm going to add some flair to it and maybe some subjectivity. So this might not be just... This is difficult than like... I want to see what okay. you think about the idea. And if you you can nix the idea, you have veto power. You can nix on the live idea podcast. live on the podcast. So we could add some subjectivity to this. There was a former host on this podcast. I like where this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew you'd like this. There's a former host, so you have to not only tag at Athlon Mitch and at Braden Gall into the tweet, but you have to tag the former host. Who we're not going to tell. Who we're not going to tell you who it is, and we're not going to tell him about this. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> this yeah. is the fun part. Yeah. You have to tag him. And it will stress him out. And it will stress him out. And what I was going to say is insult him in some way, and then we'll be subjective. But it can't be, like, evil-spirited. It needs to be, like, lighthearted and funny Do and comical. Do we have to name a certain... Football player that he might have that's liked. Too, that's too deep. Okay. That's way no, too I don't deep. think so. I think I, that's way, way, way too deep. You know deep. what I'm talking about. Yes, it's okay. way, way, way too deep. Um, and he had a nickname and it rhymes. And, uh, but it's that's pretty deep. Tag the former. You, If you know the former host of this podcast, worked here for a couple years. You, it shouldn't be that hard. You have to tag him on Twitter and just here's what, ask him random college football questions. How about that? Ask him random college football questions. And... Should we allow subjectivity to be come into play? You and I get to pick the best, funniest, most interesting question. So I don't like doing that, though. because Or just the first favorites. people to ask him questions. Yeah, we're playing, I don't want to play favorites. You don't want to play favorites? No. Even when it comes to annoying this individual? I'll just, yeah, it's... it's It would be fun. I may or may not be having lunch with this individual tomorrow. And <laughs> okay. I, this will not come up. Unless it, oh, no, <laughs> oh, it probably gonna, will. It's definitely coming please, up. Please act quickly. So act quickly. The first, so we're just going to do first three people then to do this? All right, you have to ask him. How about this? The first three people to ask the former host, you have to tag all three of us in the tweet, yes. a question about his alma mater. 
Okay, that's a good one. The first three people to tweet at Mitch, at Athlon Mitch, to tweet at me, at Braden Gall, and at the former co-host, a question about his alma mater. The first three people will get free magazines. And I'm going to give a little hint because no. we, didn't, we didn't talk about his alma mater yes, a lot. Yes, no, no, the, 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 everybody knows. Okay, they do, okay. If, they, if you think they know his favorite player, then they definitely know his alma mater. We talked more about his favorite player than we did his alma mater. Just okay. ask him a question about his alma mater, first three people. Okay. <laughs> and the more annoying you are to this other individual, the, the better He's chance. He's a high stress. The better chance you have <laughs> yeah. to win the, the magazines. All right, so we're already seven minutes in here or whatever, and it's already we haven't got to the content. So let's get to the content. Games. Football games of 2018. So we've got a lot of different categories here. We've got a lot of games to talk about. So we'll move pretty quickly. There's going to be a lot of names, a lot of games to talk about. A lot of names, a lot of games. Mitch, first question is not is two parts. Favorite week one football game and most important week one football game. Two different things, two different answers. Most important football game is Auburn Washington in Atlanta. I think it directly now every game, Alabama Louisville affects the national championship game. But ETSU I'm, Tennessee affects the national championship game. Right, because ETSU will probably no. Uh Auburn Washington has a huge impact on two teams in the preseason top 10 and two conferences. You know, it's, it's a huge game for the PAC 12 and, and we, we, in all our scenarios, when we were doing our rankings, we ended up having Washington a little lower than I probably thought we were because we predicted in our scenarios that Auburn wins this game and didn't have enough faith in the PAC 12 that, you know, if Washington loses another game, which it's hard to go through a nine-game conference slate. Right. So that's two losses, so that's why we have them. What do we have, seventh or eighth? So either one of these teams wins the game. It's a – well, one of them will. It's a huge jumping-off point for their season for a run for a national title. You know, we have the defending yep. SEC West champs yep. in Auburn and a Washington team that everyone's picking to win the Pac-12. So to me, that's the most impactful game of week one. Most important. I, I'm going to go a little off the board here. And I'm going to go Virginia Tech at Florida State. Conference. That would be incorrect. It's a conference game. I, I understand that. Uh, conference for, which means trip to the ACC championship game literally could be hanging in the balance in the week one. In week one. So I, and I'm also going to try to pick different games than you. Okay, that's to fair. Give some variety here because I recognize how important Washington and Auburn is, and I've got it written down as one yeah. of my favorites. I think I, I think there's two major conference games in week one. Northwestern at Purdue is actually a very important football Fun game, game yes. in the Big Ten West. Uh, Virginia Tech, Florida State, Labor Day night, huge game. We don't know what Fl Virginia Tech's quarterback situation is going to look like. We don't know what Florida State's quarterback situation is going to look like. These are the two challengers, right, in the ACC divisions. The winner Probably of that, the two teams we picked second. Right. The, so so the, can ill afford a loss. Exactly. So to me, that's what I love about that one going a little off the board for most important uh, game. Most The game I'm most looking forward to, I it's probably Washington-Auburn. I actually wrote <laughs> – for some reason, Ole Miss, Texas Tech strikes me as a very bizarre, interesting I game. I had that for one of mine, but then I said, you know what? We Both of those teams are picked near the bottom of their right. respective leagues. But so, it's still a fun game. I, Michigan, Notre Dame is amazing. I went Miami, LSU. I just think Miami, LSU is because Miami, there is lots of intrigue there with Miami being a potential national title contender. But also LSU, if LSU wins that game, it completely changes the entire narrative of LSU, throws our magazine on its head right away because we sort of have Miami winning that game. My favorite game is not FAU Oklahoma. I thought it would be. It is, in fact, Miami LSU. That's my favorite game, week one. Okay, I've got several. Michigan Notre Dame. In Michigan, true Braden Golf fashion. Yeah, Michigan at Notre Dame. Shea Patterson. It, okay, I want to take a step back. Oh. I've had there's talk on the internets 
All of them. All of them? All of the internets. Multiple internets. And I met with a uh, Ole Miss fan on a business matter yesterday. 9F on business matter. Mm. It's a financial matter. You know, oh, okay. You know, well, yeah, it, it was sure. a very short meeting. As you're a big-time host of a podcast. Yes. A well-listened-to podcast. Yes. So we were talking. I think the only reason he lets me be his client is because <laughs> He gets I to can, talk about Yeah, seriously. I think I have a dentist like that. <laughs> yes. uh, me too. Hook him horns, baby. Yeah. So, like, I think because he knows I'll – like, I was like, why do you always schedule our meetings in June? Because you know I'll bring magazines <laughs> and we can talk football. He insists and claims every Ole Miss fan insists that Jordan Tamu would have just beaten out Shea Patterson so it's best and I've heard that it's possible I've heard that the universality if that's the right word of this opinion surprises me universality like everyone that it's just a known yeah like, right? well, that, yeah, oh, of, course of course he, Shea Patterson like, he left because he, you know I Shea well Patterson and Shea was, Patterson has been unusually outspoken about why he left right I mean he He's come out and said, I wanted to compete for a championship, and we couldn't do that at Ole Miss because of the bull ban. And yeah. he wasn't really ripping okay, Ole so Miss. so we don't need to spend a lot. I just – does that come as a shock to you? Um, a little bit. I think Tamu probably would have won the job, but to suggest that it is a sure thing sounds like Ole Miss fans being Ole Miss fans. Probably. Right? Okay. Right? I mean, isn't it – It's, good. It, it it's been easy a, for Ole Miss fans to say it now. Yeah. That's what I'm that, that's, Yeah, I agree. Okay. I, I, I would agree with you on that. So, I've got – Favorite game, quickly. Michigan-Notre Dame. That's awesome. I got. Uh, I had Virginia Tech, Florida State, Northwestern, Purdue. But here, here's my under the radar nerd under the under the radar under the radar nerd game of week one. Oh, I, I think. Can I guess? Yes. San Diego State at Stanford. No, I I had that. Oh. I was gonna have that. That's too. That's way too high profile. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> Wake Forest at Tulane. Oh God! It's a big game. Willie the offense versus Fritz. Versus if Willie Fritz. Fritz wins that, beats a good Wake Forest That's true. In week one That's that true. shows that they can maybe elevate in okay. the third year in Wake Forest with yep. the new quarterback Kendall Hinton. That's a, that's not a sure win going on the road there. I yep. think that's an intriguing Week One game. That's a Mason Rudolph like deep ball into the into the college football Week One abyss. All right, other favorite. Maybe non- I'll go to that one. Other favorite non-conference games at any point during the regular season. Just some favorite ones that stand out to you. Frankly, I did not write anything down. Past week three, except for, of course, the standard rivalry stuff that takes place at the end of the year, right? And and there's Notre Dame. But Mississippi State at Kansas State. Yes. I find that to be very, very I intriguing. actually did not do – I'm going. I'm flipping through. I'm, I'm agree with you and think of some off the top of my head. Yes. Iowa State at Iowa. The Cyhawk Trophy could be more valuable or more important than it, than it has been in a long time. Clemson, Texas A&M is really interesting, but I think more interesting next year when it's – you know – when, when Texas a is better, maybe Clemson loses all those players, but that one's in Death Valley. I you, think that's interesting. You know what's always a good barometer game, too? Colorado, Colorado State. Like when yeah, Colorado got, When Colorado was... For the national playoff picture? No, we, when they were good two, two years ago, like we didn't know they were going to be good. They just beat the snot out of them in week one. This one's in week two. Penn State at Pittsburgh week two. UCLA at Oklahoma in week two. Uh, Michigan State at Arizona State, which is a very bizarre game in, in week two. Yes. Um, some of these may be neutral site. I think a lot of them are, are not. Uh, week three, here's a good one. Boise State at Oklahoma State. We've talked about that in our group of five analysis. West Virginia at NC State. Really good football game there. Uh, Missouri at Purdue. Sneaky. Uh, Ohio, well, remember, rematch. Purdue killed yep, them last year. Yep, sneaky. Uh, Ohio State TCU, I believe, is a neutral site game. It's in Arlington. In so Arlington. So really. basically. But Ohio State TCU, that, that will be a really interesting one. And then USC at Texas. So my favorite non-conference game is USC at Texas. Not in week one. Not in week one. You know what game I like? Marshall's going to be really good. Marshall at South Carolina. That's a good okay. one. I think right. Marshall hosts someone else. Okay. Maybe NC State this year. Do, do any of the – like? Do you qualify the games at the end of the season? Like, I realize Florida, Florida State is a non-conference game. Yes, Georgia, Georgia Tech, South Carolina, Clemson, Kentucky, Louisville, 
you know, any Notre Dame game, right, is technically a non-conference game for, for like, USC, I believe, is late in the year. Um, you know, all the ACC games that Notre Dame plays, those are non-conference games throughout the course of the year. It, it feels like those are different games because so much has already been decided at that point, right? Like, unless Georgia Tech and Georgia are both in playoff contention or one of them's in playoff contention, it's sort of just a great rivalry game. Like, in the beginning, Ohio State-TCU, since we don't know what those two teams are going to be, I find it to be more interesting. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's some games on paper that... that is Master of the Obvious stuff? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, you know, rivalry games are always important. But late in the year, if, like my... You know, if I think a South Carolina Marshall game is interesting and it's it's not later, and if it's later in the year and South Carolina's 500, it's not interesting. It's not interesting but on at paper, all, right. in June, a lot more things are interesting. Is that kind of... Because we're picking them interesting because... The, football the, games on paper in June are more interesting because we're than picking, the real football games at the end of the season. <laughs> we're picking the games based on what we think right, of course will be. Of course. And a lot of them aren't going to nobody be. Nobody saw Iowa State. Like, I've got Iowa State written down a bunch on my notes here, and nobody's had any Iowa State games written down last year. And Iowa State played a huge role in, yeah. in a bunch of different teams in the Big 12 last year. Um, all right, so... That's our non-conference sort of early in the year stuff there. Um, uh, Tennessee, West Virginia, didn't mention that one. That's a, that's a good that's game. That's a barometer game for both teams. It's if, Very if, much if, so. If you're West Virginia and you want to contend for the Big 12 title and be that, you got to win, win that game by yep. 10 points. And you have to establish that, that that's exactly and you can, to, that to you who can play you some are. Defense. Um, all right, so I want to go now conference. I want to go division by division. So the game cannot have – there can't be crossover play. The, this is the most important game in each major Power Five division. Can I? So this is just Atlanta, the, the biggest game in the Atlantic, the biggest game in the Coastal, so on and so I, forth. I changed course. Let's go. I, I did this for every division. Most of mine, quite honestly, are between the teams we picked to win. So it's a big game. But as we got later, I picked some games that affect programs' trajectory, maybe a little bit more. Okay, that makes sense. That, no, that's interesting. You, this is a yeah. the questions were asked. You may answer however you see fit. Yes. Um, for example, I struggled with the ACC Atlantic a little bit. How can you not pick Clemson at Florida But Clemson State? at Florida State is what I settled on. I, I, there's another game that I'm, you've heard me mention on this podcast many times, and I'm going to mention it many times on this podcast today. Um, and Clemson at BC is going to come up a lot for me this year in the preseason. So I tried to talk myself into that, and I'm like, no, no, no. It's clearly Clemson at Florida State, October 27th. Here's a little quick tidbit. Both of them are on a bye two weeks before this game, and both have a, a tricky game before. So Clemson goes by week, NC State at Florida State. Florida State goes by week, Wake Forest hosting Clemson. So schedule makers, no complaints there from either side. You can't complain about schedules. They're both very similar lead-ups to that game. I don't know how it's not Clemson at Florida State. Yeah, I, I agree, especially since we think there's a, you know, in, in recent years, Louisville, we've kind of wanted to find a reason to pick Louisville as high as second. We just never did. There's no there's no Louisville this year. Like NC State, we, right. we think it's going to be pretty good despite their losses. I think there's a lot of good behind Clemson and Florida State, right. not a lot of great. Not, not, I, I'd be shocked if someone other than those two won it. Like, I'd be surprised. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be sh- you know, Clemson's obviously the prohibitive. Could somebody favorite. jump in, up and be an 8 or 9 win team? Maybe. Sure, but I don't think they're really going to be a true contender. Agree. Um, and because it's late in the year in the ACC Coastal, because it's late in the year, because we're going to do upsets later – it's 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 November seventeenth. It's the second to last weekend of the regular season. It is obviously Miami at Virginia Tech, right in the ACC Coastal. Didn't write another game down. Agree. So we can we can move on. Okay. Big uh, yeah, and and again, how exciting could that be for the division if they're both tied or within a game of each other with two weeks to play? That's pretty cool stuff for for Miami and Virginia Tech to be the best two teams as of on paper today. Virginia Tech 
who knows what's going to happen. They keep losing players, it seems like, left and right. All right, Big Ten East. This is hard. Oh, so The Big Ten East. I did group of five as well. Oh, I did uh, no group of five. That, the question, most important game in each division. I followed the instructions. You're kidding me. No. You, you did like Mac East, most important game? Yeah, Ohio and Miami. <laughs> Toledo. All right, no, you did the work. You get the time. Okay, so AAC East, UCF, U, at USFF, USF. U, repeat UFFF? Repeat of last year's classic end of season game. And then AAC West, Memphis at Navy, the two teams we have picked to win. Okay. But throw Houston in there because they're going to be – Houston, yep. by the way, have you noticed? Every other day they're getting a Power 5 transfer, mm-hmm. grad transfer. They're getting better all the time. Loading up. Okay, Big Ten East. No, 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 no. Do all the group of five. Okay. Do them all. Are you going to, like, take it? Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to go to the bathroom. You make a call. Conference USA East, your FAU Owls at Marshall. Good. That's C- a good, fo- they're good, yeah. good football game. CUSA West. Louisiana Tech at North Texas. That's a good. That's a gooder. I'm taking North Texas. Pull the Mac upset, East. We picked North Texas to win. It's at North Texas. I know. It's a shocking upset. I'm taking North Texas. Mac East. Ohio at Miami. Mac West. Toledo at NIU. Northern Illinois. Basically, what your comments right now? You ever seen the movie Spies Like Us? Mm-mm. At one point, Dan Aykroyd says. We mock what we don't understand. That's you right now. You're mocking the group of five. I am not. Understand these I, matchups. I fully understand. It's a great them. movie, by the way. I think they're great games. I, I there's no mocking. Okay, stop. Mountain West, Mountain Utah State at Boise State. Mountain West, West of course, San Diego State at Fresno State. Sun Belt East. When we do like the amount of listeners during the pod, like at certain points, it's spiking right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sun Belt East. Troy at App State. That's that's a legitimately good game. That's that, I'm 100%. I agree. Sunbelt West. <laughs> Can I mock now? Am I allowed to mock? Mock. ULM yes. at Arkansas State. Mock, 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 <laughs> mock, mock, okay. mock. Throw out the records. Now we return to the regularly scheduled podcast. No, that's good. That's good. I didn't. I just didn't know you did that. So I just followed the instructions. It's sort of like uh, it's just a you know live on the fly podcast. Yes. We do not edit. There are no edits in this podcast. Um, so I swear like five times. Unlike the magazine where you have to have like 16 layers of yes. editing because that's what it takes. Uh, all right. Big Ten East. This is OK. Listen, I know Michigan, Ohio State is like the obvious one, but we we all assume that Michigan is going to lose that game on the road against Ohio State, which, of course, is November 24th. It so could it decide the big? Up, you're chalking this up as an Ohio State win, so you have another game as a most well. The game. round robin in that division right, is impossible to decide. Uh, Ohio State at Penn State, I think, could be more important. Ohio State at Michigan State, um, the the Penn State game is September 29th, so fairly early okay, in the l- year. Let me Michigan some... State is at November 10th. You could argue both of those games are more important because if they win those two games, then I, I don't know. I just it's let, I'm, maybe let, I'm talking myself out of it. Let me I don't simplify know. things. It is one. Uh, it's the best or the second best rival in college football. Both teams are in the top five in our preseason rankings. They play the last week of the season. Hmm. It's the most important game. Okay, when you put it like that. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I just uh, like I, I appreciate your willingness <laughs> to think outside the box. But I'm, I'm overthinking it because I'm already chalking it up as a loss to Michigan, and and I guess that's not. Listen, it was a, it was inches right in in overtime the last time they played in the horseshoe. So I, who knows? I, I agree. I wrote that down, and then I said. What are the other ones to keep an eye on? And there are two massive road games for Ohio State at Penn State and at Michigan State, games that have cost them championships in the past, right? Like, you know, Big Ten title game, the reason Michigan State went to the playoff, they lost 
Ohio State lost on the last second field goal. Like Ohio State has lost to Penn State, blocked field goals, cost them a championship. So um, those two games are just as big. In the Big Ten West, I think there are three options. You tell me which one. Okay. Wisconsin at Iowa. Hard not to pick that one. Wisconsin at Northwestern. Wisconsin at Purdue late in the year after a very tough schedule. That's just magical that you even think that Wisconsin at Purdue late in the year could be an impactful game. Listen, as someone who has watched a lot of mediocre Big Ten football over the years, Wisconsin and Northwestern play very bizarre games. Yes. Wisconsin and Purdue have played very bizarre games, and Wisconsin and Iowa have played very bizarre games. Over I think the years. it's Wisconsin Iowa because I actually like Iowa. I mean, we picked Iowa too, it's but very I, early in the season. I like him as a strong number two in the Big Ten West. That's uh, September twenty second. That's yes. very early in the season. The reason I Northwestern I put down here is because they just are the weirdest. That Northwestern Wisconsin games are just Northwestern just plays weird football well, games with everybody. Play, when you win three straight overtime games, you're, Did, didn't you're weird. they didn't they lose a football game with the lead as the clock struck zero against Michigan? Yes. Weren't they no, winning? They, the only time they were trailing is when the clock struck. Like, they were never trailing. In the entire game. When the clock was working. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Northwestern-Nebraska games have been super bizarre. Yes. Wisconsin has played super bizarre games with Northwestern. I think the at-Purdue game, do you have Wisconsin schedule in front of you? I should have had it pulled up. They, they play such a tough schedule this year, and the games leading up into the Purdue game, which is November 17th, before they play Minnesota, their arch rival. They got it. What are the games right in front of Purdue? Penn State the week before, and Rutgers the week before that. So the Penn State game on the road could be a huge, huge, huge game. A huge game. Then they come back out to play at Purdue. Then they got to play their rival. I just think there's a timing element there with Purdue that could get them. So I'm just mentioning that one. That's good. That's good. Uh, Big 12, again, how do you not overthink this? It's easy to overthink this one. The two I wrote down outside of the obvious one, Oklahoma at West Virginia, the last week of the regular season. That's, that's a fun one. West Virginia at Texas, November 3rd, but Oklahoma-Texas, Red River Shootout, October 6th. I don't know how it's not that one. Right. The teams we have picked one and two, big rivalry. Got to go that one. Pac-12 North, because the two teams picked to win the divisions do not play each other, USC and Washington. Pac-12 North, I think it's obvious. November 3rd, Stanford at Washington. Yeah, and this is the game two years ago on a Friday night where we kind of realized, okay, Chris Peterson's program's arrived. They just beat the – and it's, it was beat really, the tar out of Stanford. It's the first time in years that we saw Stanford get manhandled. And Any thought to the Washington game at – they play at Oregon. Any thought to that one I've being that, more important? Well, I've got that later. It's later in the upset yes. section? That, yeah, me too. Um, so I've got I've got the top two teams here: Stanford at Washington, USC at Utah. That's October twentieth. Pac twelve, USC at Utah. Pac twelve South. Pac twelve South. Sorry. Game, Arizona State at Arizona. I, I, I'm on board with that because I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. Like you, clearly your favorite game. Yeah, we, well, it's like we've got USC picked in Utah. We don't know who. The cover of our magazine says Herm Edwards. Why? I think that is a, a, that's the headline on our magazine. It's a huge game for both programs because they're what if they're both five and six? Why well, four and yeah, seven. two programs that are always kind of battling for supremacy well, in their state, obviously, but but can't have not been able to sustain success. Two first year coaches, the winner of that game gets a leg up in the little yeah. rivalry. And there's okay. so many other games in this division because okay. it's so wide open that you could pick. Obviously, Utah USC would be the easy one because it's one two. I think this is an And it's on the road game. for USC. Yeah, it's an important game. All right. I, I like that, going outside the box. I'm going to go a little outside the box in the SEC East as well. Me too. You go oh. first. No, All right. Well, first. then I'll, you go first. Florida at Tennessee. That is way outside the box. How is that the most important game? 
It's huge. How for, is Florida Georgia not the most important game? You just told me not to overthink Ohio State Michigan. I got and Florida Oklahoma, Georgia, Texas. and then in parentheses I have Florida Tennessee. So this is sort of like as I told you, as I got later and I got bored with picking just the most <laughs> important games. I I still Florida don't see Ten- Tennessee. I mean, it's a great rivalry. It's but. a huge game for Florida too for Dan Mullen establishing himself. Okay, you don't right. want to lose to Tennessee in Week One. We're high on Year One of Dan Mullen. It's not Tennessee, Week One. It's what well, Year One. Four. Year One. If Jeremy you. Pruitt can beat Florida in his first season. What a boost that is! So I think so, I think it's an important game for two programs that could would could should would compete for okay. division titles to get off to a first start with two first year coaches. The one I've got circled in the East: Georgia at South Carolina, week I, two. I was going that, to that game has always been when it was Spurrier versus Rick. It was always like seventeen fifteen. It was always strange and weird. Always very closely contested. Always early in the season. Uh, now it's Smart versus Muschamp, and clearly lots of overlap there. But that's in South Carolina, September 8th, very early in the season when Georgia's still sort of maybe finding some pieces. That's the one er- That's the what one. What percent upset. person do you think they're the same? Like DNA, like 97% the same person? I think they get there. I think they go to the same barber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and maybe the same visor. But like they're maker. almost identical twins, but then like 3% differences? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One's, maybe five. One's a little bit more intense than the other one. Yeah. Although, well, most times pretty intense. Uh, SEC West, again, I don't know how you don't uh, overthink this yeah. one, Auburn and Alabama. Right. Uh, a Auburn, lot of intriguing games. I, I wrote ones down that were sort of like the tricky road tests. Alabama at LSU, always great. That one's um, October or November 9th, I believe. And then Auburn at Mississippi State. I think that's almost as big because if Auburn loses that game, then the Auburn-Alabama game becomes less important, and it's about the Alabama game against Mississippi State. So you could argue Auburn at Mississippi State sort of sets up the challenger to Alabama in the, in the month of November. That one's on October 6th. All right, crossover schedules in the ACC. Hardest? Boston College gets Miami and Virginia Tech. So does Florida State. And so does Florida State. So, so those that, two You can't have a more difficult crossover ones. because they're like yep. the two top teams. Those are the two toughest ones. Clemson, Georgia Tech, and Duke. <laughs> Easiest? Georgia Tech and Duke. There this you go. This one's easy. NC State. UNC and Virginia, are, there are six and seven picks am in I, the Coastal. Am I crazy for thinking Virginia is going to be better than we think? That no, you're, you're not. You're not crazy. They, they lost a lot. You know, they got a Juco quarterback coming in. They have – I was all getting ready to be, like, all down on Bronco Mendenhall, something else we were doing with coach, with coach rankings we're doing. And I know they really weren't that good last year, but they went from two and ten to six and seven. Yeah. They did make a bowl game, yeah. so I mean a four win improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a track uh-huh. record of being good. Uh-huh. But it's like, who are they going to be better than? Duke, maybe Georgia Tech. Well, in that division, it could be all of them, or it could be none of them. Exactly. <laughs> I know Historically, that, that has been the in the, the coastal. Duke gets Clemson and Wake Forest, which is really tough. Georgia Tech gets Clemson and Louisville, which is tough. I didn't do divisions. This I just didn't Miami's do got Florida State and Boston College. So Miami does have a pretty tricky schedule and crossover play. Pittsburgh, good on you, Pittsburgh. Syracuse, Wake Forest. But look at their non-con. Watch out for Pittsburgh. I know. Very, maybe the Penn, toughest non-conference yeah, Penn in the State country. And they don't play Oklahoma State. They play no, they play uh, Penn State, Notre Dame, and um, a good group of five team. Albany? Uh, no. UCF. Yes, at UCF. At UCF. Um, Virginia Tech plays at Florida State and Boston College. That's very tough for Virginia Tech. Yes. So, that, again, we're just trying to kind of point out discrepancies here between scheduling. Clemson, Which is always my big issue with these conferences. You have, you have two teams competing for the same division title, yep. and 25% of their schedules are radically different. So, in the Big Ten, what I noticed with crossover, now they play three crossover games. Nebraska to, is the hardest by far. Not, it's not even close, but listen to this, though. And tell me if you think this is on accident or if you think there's a conspiracy theory here. Ooh. 
So, so Michigan's crossover, Nebraska, Northwestern, Wisconsin, two of those at home, Wisconsin and Nebraska. Michigan State crossover, Northwestern, Purdue, Nebraska, two of those at home. Penn State, Iowa, Illinois, Wisconsin, two of those at home. Ohio State, Minnesota, Purdue, Nebraska, two of those at home. So the four big boys in the East, while there are discrepancies in which schedule is tougher, all got crossover games two out of three at home. Is that am I digging too deep? Here? Yeah, I don't think it matters because they're going to be heavily favored in almost all of them, unless you're playing. Right, at but you're giving you're giving all the best teams in the East the home games in crossover. Whereas so Wisconsin to, pro- to protect them, you mean? I, I don't know. I, I'm digging deep here. You got to have like a reason for your conspiracy. Because Wisconsin plays at Michigan and at Penn State. You know, Nebraska so, so plays Jacob on the road. Know Wisconsin screwing things up? Is that what you're saying? I don't. I don't know. I'm maybe I'm probably making this up, but I just I wrote it down and then I stopped and go, wait a second. All of them are playing two out Did of three. Like any zodiac signs next to it. <laughs> um, but Nebraska. I, I mean, Nebraska. Good was, lord. At Michigan, at Ohio State, and Michigan State. They don't play Penn State. Uh, are they in a row? <laughs> no, but they, then they also play in, aren't their most difficult games in their division on the road? They play Purdue at home, but they play at Wisconsin, and oh. they play at Iowa. It, no, Nebraska has... It's with, one of the most difficult with, schedules we've seen. With probably Utah, I think you can argue Nebraska has the toughest schedule of any Power 5 team. Like, Nebraska has the most difficult schedule possible in its own division in our eyes, with the exception of having, if they played Penn State instead of Michigan State, because we have Penn State picked one spot higher. But they're basically dead even. Yeah. And I would even argue, I'm a Penn, I'm right. a Michigan Stater, so I would. How about Iowa's schedule? Indiana, Maryland, and Penn State. That that's that that does give them an advantage over Wisconsin, right? Where Wisconsin has to play. Yes, I have them. Michigan, Penn State. Team Rutgers. on the rise, Illinois plays Rutgers, Maryland, and Penn State. So they should at least win, who has none, the they easiest? Should at least win none of those. Who has the easiest? That's what I have. Iowa and Illinois. Does Illinois plays Penn State, Rutgers, and Maryland. Oh, Michigan State has the easiest of the group in the in the East, though. Michigan State plays Northwestern, Purdue, and Nebraska. No Iowa, no Wisconsin. No Illinois, though. I don't know how they'll survive that. I know. But if you take Wisconsin and Iowa, the top two teams out of that conversation, and you got Michigan State with the best schedule of those groups, so there's some more Michigan State love there. Pac-12 North. Uh, um, we're not doing Big 12 because it doesn't matter. There is no divisions in the Big 12. They all the five everyone four plays everyone. The five four split is a thing, but I don't know if that yeah. really matters because a lot of them play now a neutral site game. Texas Tech, Baylor, Texas OU Oklahoma. Texas. Um, I think TC. I think there's another one. So there's enough neutral site games that almost all of them play four and four, which is actually a smart thing for them to do. Uh, Pac 12 North, Oregon avoids USC. I got that written down. I just did by division. I did by the league, so I don't have Stanford one. and Washington. This is how interesting Stanford and Washington schedules are. They both play at UCLA. They both play Arizona State, and they both play Utah. The difference is Stanford plays USC and Washington plays Colorado. That's a big difference, right? I mean, that's huge. It. Yeah. And oh, by the way, the Stanford USC Stanford Again, Washington game the, is at Washington. Competing for the same title, one plays a clearly more difficult team. Yep, no question. USC plays no Washington and no Oregon. So USC misses two of the top three teams in the North, whereas Utah, Washington, Washington. Here's Utah's crossover schedule: Washington at Washington State at Stanford, Oregon. Those are the four best teams in the division. Two of them on the road, obviously. Right. So that's what I have there, that is the difference between picking USC and picking Utah in our minds. There's an example. Uh, how about Arizona? This is why you should like Arizona. Don't yes. be surprised if Arizona has a lot of wins. Teams three through six at the end of the year in the Pac-12 North. They, they do not play Stanford 
or and Washington. They do not play Washington. I mean, Oregon's a good team, but you've got you play you you got to play some. You got to play one good team. Yeah, somewhere. Um, SEC Tennessee is the hardest. I don't know. I mean, how, Alabama and Auburn, yeah. like just the top two teams in the West. Ugh, at Auburn, Alabama at home. South Carolina gets Texas A&M and Ole Miss. I, I can't decide if that helps them or not. Uh, Missouri, it, it's not easy for Missouri. They play at Bama, of course, with Arkansas. In Arkansas. Uh, Florida plays at Mississippi State and LSU. That could actually help them because that could be three and five in the in the division. So you're missing Auburn. And point is, Florida they're not misses, easy, but they're missing the big two. They're missing Alabama and Auburn. Yeah, and then Georgia, of course, has to play at LSU and Auburn. So yeah, that's very difficult. that's pretty tricky. So Florida gets the benefit there. Just keep that in mind. And in the West, the easiest. I mean, not, neither of these two teams are contenders, but. Arkansas plays Vanderbilt, Missouri. Ole Miss plays host South Carolina and wins at Van- and goes to Vanderbilt. LSU, of course, has Florida and Georgia. Mississippi State plays at Kentucky and Florida. Texas A&M is the one to keep an eye on, on there for me. Texas A&M has the easiest schedule and crossover. They get Kentucky of the teams that we think are good enough. Texas A&M plays Kentucky and at South Carolina. So while those are not easy games, you're not playing Georgia. You're not playing Florida. And you're you're missing maybe Missouri's a good team too. You're missing them. I, I don't. It's easier to talk about crossover from the East than it is from the West. Uh, all right, um, this is a little different. Uh, now I'm including crossover here. So your favorite, you get to go to one conference game in each conference. Which conference game are you going to? And, and, a little different. And just power like, five here. Okay. ACC, I picked Clemson at Florida State just because it's it's. This is uh, your favorite game. Yeah. This is nothing to do with like who's going to win a championship. This is just sort of personal preference. Clemson at Florida State just because I'm you know I just the the impact of the game. I went Florida State at Miami because I don't know if it's going to carry a ton of weight. I mean it's a big game. I I don't think Florida State's going to win their division. I think Miami could, but I just love the rivalry and I've never been to the Florida State Miami game. I'd like to go. I think it's big time and I think they both could be good this year. Big Ten. I went off the board on all these. I've got Penn State at Michigan. I'm going off the board on all these. I've got Penn State at Michigan, though. I kind of misinterpreted, like, favorite game and game I would like to go to. I want to go. Yeah, and you can make it favorite game. It doesn't have to be if you want. I've been to a game at Michigan, so if you could tell me I could go to any game in the Big Ten, I want to go to a game at Penn State. So give me the, you know, Ohio State at Penn State game. I've never been there. I will make up for all of my ill will towards Wisconsin, my home team, my home city. My home state, Madison, Wisconsin, Wisconsin at Penn State, a rematch of the Big Ten title game. I want, it's November, Happy Valley. I want to go to a game at Happy Valley. I tried to avoid, so you I, I avoided game. Michigan, Ohio State. I avoided all the big ones in this in this exercise. It's sort of just your personal favorite. I want to go to Wisconsin at Penn State because I want to go, I've never been to a game at Happy Valley, and I want to watch, I want to say, my beloved Badgers. I want to take my dad. No, I just want to take my dad. That's why I, I take my dad to that game. I want to go to that game. Plus, it's a, it was a great football game last year. You yeah. can't argue how good the game was. The game was spectacular. And the point of this is to sort of go off the beaten path a little bit. Okay, with this that's cool. Um, Pac twelve. What about Big Twelve? Uh, we'll get. We'll we'll come back to that. Okay, usually you go kind of. In okay, order. Big Twelve. Go fine. OU Texas. I've never been. I have. I been. know, and I've heard you talk about it. It's, it's amazing. I went way off the board on this one. Kansas. <laughs> Not that far. Okay. That's off the map. Okay. That's where the flat earth ends and okay. like you fall okay, off Kyrie. the map and Columbus just <laughs> dies. Are you going to go um, Kyrie Irving? September 15th. Yes. Revenge. Oklahoma. At? At Iowa State. I, a game I'm going to talk a lot about this summer. Just like Clemson and Boston College. And there's another one coming here in a minute in the SEC. 
I, I, Iowa State went into Norman and beat them last year. I just I, I want to know if Iowa State's for real. And if Iowa State's for real, they've got a chance to pull that upset because that's early in Oklahoma's rebuilding process. It's week three. They're at home. Kyler Murray's going to be Tri taking Stadium. BP all week with his A's uniform. He's not going to be looking at film. Iowa State's going to be coming off a, a dominating performance of the Hawkeyes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just, I, I'm fascinated by Iowa State this year. I'm just, I'm obsessed with Iowa State. They might be my, my, my new Utah State. I'm texting, Ooh. I'm texting Iowa State big time. Are they returning your texts? A, a storm's a brewing. <laughs> a storm's a brewing. OU wow. at Iowa State, September 15th. Pac 12. Who you got? I got Washington at Oregon. Underrated rivalry. Great Schools game. hate each other. Great I've game. been to Washington, I've never been to Oregon. We'd love to see a game there. Impactful game, underrated national rivalry. So I had that one too. That's actually my game. I just the, the colors go together. The colors are amazing too. The the you, purples and the greens, and it's just it's amazing. You can it's wear your master shirt you have on now. Oregon versus Washington, super underrated rivalry. I'll throw out another one just because you picked that one. Uh, USC at Stanford on the farm. Always a really physical game. Very early in the year, September eighth. Uh, a good so, uniform game if the weather's oh, good. The, the, the Stanford's that. Reds. The, they, it's San Francisco. It'd be great in, well, in September. Off, Whatever, same thing. Uh, it's the Valley. Um, Ehrlich Bachman will not be there. He's gotten some legal yeah. trouble. Uh, <laughs> SEC, SEC game. I'm going off the board on this one. And off I, the I'm, board as and well. I, and I'm willing to bet you we have the same one. Mm, I got the Egg Bowl. Okay, we don't. I Good. love the Egg Bowl. Explain. I just, I love Thanksgiving. I'd have to maybe leave my family on Thanksgiving, which I'm willing to do, <laughs> to go watch the Egg Bowl. A re, uh, huge revenge game. Last year, Ole Miss goes down and wins in Starkville. Nick Fitzgerald's ankle gets turned like ten different directions there. Oh god! I just Brutal. I like as as Arizona Arizona State. I like under the radar in state rivalries uh, that, where the totally programs get in theory totally get it. Both both programs would probably argue with me. Where from a national standpoint, you kind of look at both programs the same and like just whoever's got the better. Oh coach. yeah, they would yell at you. They're like, right. oh, we're definitely not the same. Right. Mississippi State feels way this or way right, that. Right. But I think it's like basically whatever program has the better coach at the time and has a little momentum is a right. better program. Which we don't know about in that game right now. Right. I mean, in theory. All right. I think this is my favorite football game of the entire calendar year in any conference. Wow. Any league, any team, any division, there is probably nothing hanging in the balance. Does it involve Florida Kentucky? at Mississippi, Mississippi State. State? Okay. Florida at Mississippi State. It's a lateral move, right? September. I was about that the other day. September 29th. I cannot wait to see the opening camera shot. I think there'll be some cowbells from the, from the TV. The TV opening camera shot of the oldest stadium in college football, right? Is it? I did not know that. I think it's the oldest What's stadium. Either that or it's one of the two. It's one of the two oldest stadiums in college football. Up to date, upgraded, all that's good stuff that's happened in the last few years. Because they, of they, the guy who's on Because the of the guy who's coaching for Florida, who brings the Gators in, could who, be 3-0 and versus 3-0. Who, and two years ago when he lost his defensive coordinator in Florida, <sighs> said it's a lateral move, yet he goes and makes the same move two years later? I love it so much it's so incestuous are you gonna be there I, I may just go just to go yeah florida at mississippi state cannot wait can't wait my favorite game uh all right it's gonna be gooder let's go through this ones quickly here uh potential so what i did is i looked at the top two or three contenders in each league and i wrote down upset alerts for each of the top two or three contenders in each of the college football like power five leagues so where could where could where could teams pick to win the division or near the top of the division stumble? We've seen Iowa beat Ohio State by six thousand points. We've seen Pittsburgh beat Clemson. Iowa we, State beat Oklahoma. Iowa State beat Oklahoma. We have seen these things happen happens. every single year. It happens. So and it's not 
the Miami-Virginia Tech game. It's not the Ohio State-Michigan game. It's Nebraska beats Michigan State, right, and almost cost Michigan State a chance at going to the playoff. There's always a, the, the one that no one sees coming. So what are those games? And I'm going to start with my favorite game, Clemson at Boston College on November 10th. They're coming off a tough four-game stretch where they play, uh, I think, Wake Forest, Louisville, and Florida State. Then they have to go to Boston College on a Friday night, Clemson at BC. And my other one in the ACC is, how about this one, Miami at Virginia, October 13th. They will be coming off the Florida State game. That is letdown alert all over it. Very good. Agree with – I. That's my ACC that's my, upsets. Yeah. I didn't go by conference. Again, your your, your directions weren't as clear as – I'm sorry. Yeah, you just said playoff picture upsets, alerts. That's – okay. You didn't say by conference. So, um, I have Clemson at losing – not losing, upset alert at Texas A&M in week two. Ooh, okay. I like that. I can see that. And Miami at Toledo in week three. Okay. I like that as well. That's good. That's what we do this for. I'm going to mention again. This is another game that I have a feeling I'm going to mention a lot this summer. Oklahoma at Iowa State. September 15th, very early on. I was going to put that, but I don't – how strong of a contender do you call Oklahoma for a playoff spot? But you, you, you didn't follow your own direction. If they go 11-1, and one, they're going to – Okay. You know, I mean, like, they're one, they're one loss away, according to our predictions, from being in the playoff. I mean, it's not like – they're the favorite to win the Big 12. If you're a favorite to win a conference, you're, you're a playoff contender. But, again, I have, like, 40 playoff contenders, and you have, like, 11. So, we have very different definitions of that. Mine's accurate. Uh, anything else in the Big – I've got a couple more in the Big 12 if you want me to go forward, if you've got any more in the um, Big 12. I have no Big 12 teams because I didn't really consider any Big 12 teams as real strong playoff contenders. West Virginia at Iowa State, October 13th. That's a good one to keep an eye on there. Texas at Kansas State, always a funky game between those two teams in the Big 12. If Texas is capable of winning the Big, Ten, Big 12, then they're a contender. Nine. Uh, that's September 29th there. Uh, West Virginia at Oklahoma State, eh. That's the second to last week of the year, but it is right before the Oklahoma game. Um, how about I got one for you in the Big Ten? Okay, Michigan at Northwestern, September 29th. I've got it as well. Oh, I've got two from the Big Ten: Ohio State versus TCU, and mm, Arlington. That, that doesn't cost them a conference title, though. But I see what you're saying there because the instructions were playoff picture upset alerts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I followed, the instru- I followed your instructions. Well, right, but if they lose to TCU... That, that hurts enough- their playoff chances. Uh, that's true. It's a loss. They play- technically, you're right. <laughs> technically, I'm still- right. But if they win I all know. the other games that we have but them so winning, they they're going to win the Big so Ten. So Michigan can lose to Northwestern and still win the other games, and they'd still win. You know, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that conference game costs them. I don't know. Mich- how about Michigan State at Nebraska? It cost them once before. Or almost cost them once before. Yeah. That one's fo- immediately following the Ohio State game. So they'll play. Michigan State will play Ohio State and then play on the road against Nebraska. Nebraska's not very good, but keep an eye on for that one. How about how about this one? October twentieth, Ohio State at Purdue. Did they not lose a game at Purdue a couple of years ago that cost them a championship? I don't remember. Like five, North, six, seven Nebraska, years ago. Well, five, six, seven. Ohio State lost at. I'm I'm fairly positive Ohio State was undefeated and went in and. I know they lost to Illinois one time. I feel like. I, I'm I'm fairly positive it was like a weird, ugly, low-scoring game. Okay, some, it's not not ringing a bell to me. Okay, we'll check. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll do some fact checking on that. Wisconsin at Iowa at Northwestern at Purdue. <laughs> the same three from there. Stanford at Oregon. That's an interesting one there. Uh, September twenty second, very early in the season. I I don't. That's a pretty close matchup. We've got second, third, and Oregon might 12. be favored yeah. in that one. Um, upsets for Washington. They got three tough road games at Utah, at Oregon, at Washington State. 
Hard to call it the rivalry game than upset, but yeah. At Utah's one early in the year, nine uh, September fifteenth, week three. USC at Arizona, September 29th. That, if Arizona wins that game, we're talking Kevin Sumlin, Pac-12 South title, we, year Coach one. Coach of the year. Khalil Tate. Heisman Trophy candidate, Khalil Tate. Georgia at South Carolina. Already mentioned that one. Georgia at Missouri. Upset alert there. Uh, and uh, Georgia at LSU. That's what I wrote down for upsets. Got any, any more that you'd like to add to that? No. Okay. Sorry. Um all right, last uh, portion of the podcast here I want to throw out is home uh, season ticket. If you're a season ticket holder and could go buy season tickets for a couple of different teams, who are those teams that you would go buy? And this this is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Can I go first? Do you, it's not about wanting your favorite team to win a bunch of games. Right. So Can I go first? Yeah, you, first you, every, you can go okay. first. I got two in the Big Ten, Michigan State, because they get Michigan and Ohio State at home. And I've got Northwestern. You get Duke. Michigan, Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Notre Dame all at home. That's a good schedule. So I have seven teams written down. Okay. Any One of them is Northwestern. Okay. Because they get Duke, Akron, Michigan, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, which you just said. I didn't say Akron. But. Um, I actually went Penn State because okay. they get Ohio State at home, Michigan State at home, and, Wisconsin at home, Iowa at home, Maryland at home, Kent State, and App State. So that is – They play at Pitt then. They play at Pitt. That is a – but that is – you're playing the one, one. You're playing one, three, and five in the Big t- one, four, and five in the Big Ten or whatever. And Iowa and Maryland at home. Penn State, Happy Valley, great, great year to have season tickets there. So I wrote those two down. Okay. Okay. You got any more? I've got Oklahoma in September Ooh. alone. They play FAU, UCLA, Army, and Baylor. I just that's pretty just good. Fun football. That's a great month of football. Yeah, especially to start. Not your favorite in all of them. You're probably yeah. going to win if you're an Oklahoma fan. And I've got that's another, good. I got another one in the Big Twelve. TC, I mean, Texas. You get USC, TCU, Baylor, West Virginia, and Iowa State. Uh, I also have Texas as one of my seven. You, 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 what'd you say? USC, TCU, West Virginia, Baylor. Iowa State, Baylor, and then you throw in Tulsa. But that is a really good conference schedule and USC. So if you're a season ticket holder down there on the 40 acres, you got a good one there. So I got Texas. That's, that's, that's another I've got one Pac-12 team. Uh, got, I also have one Pac-12 team. I've got team. Cal. Ooh. UNC. Oregon, UCLA, Washington, Stanford, and Colorado. So okay, that's UNC, a lot. Oregon, UCLA, Washington, Stanford, and Colorado. That's pretty good. That's I good. actually wrote down the team that we've talked a lot about, Utah. Washington. So you get the number one team in the Pac-12 in Washington. You get Khalil Tate in Arizona. It's fun, right? Intrigue. USC, best team in the, right now, the pick. You get Oregon, their offense. And you get BYU, uh, also Weber State. But – Washington, Arizona, USC, Oregon, BYU. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's why we don't have them winning a lot of games this yeah. year, but that is a great season ticket holder schedule. All right. Um, other one in the Big 12 I've got. How about this one? This team will play Houston, West Virginia, Oklahoma, and Texas. So the three best teams in the Big 12 will all play at home, also Kansas, as well as Houston, Texas Tech. Season ticket holder uh, yeah. special, Texas Tech. Love it. That one. Love it this year. Uh, Notre Dame sort of belongs on this list, but it's... They always have a good schedule. Yeah, like, they get Michigan, Vanderbilt, Stanford, Pittsburgh, and Florida State. That's awesome. I'll be Notre Dame Stadium, my first trip You'll be there. Um, I have been there before. Also Ball State. But Notre Dame, it's almost like they don't count, right, in this conversation. They they always have an intriguing schedule. Uh, I've got one more. I have have two more. Okay, go ahead. LSU, because you get get Ole Miss, which is a rivalry game, and then you get a Georgia-Mississippi-State-Bama stretch right Three in a row. Just go, like, just set up a tent, stay there for three in a row 
And then I got throw Ole- away your car keys, by the way. I got Ole Miss because you get Alabama and Auburn and your rivalry game against Mississippi State. Ooh, Alabama, Auburn, and Miss State. Yeah. Ooh, zero and three, but it'll be a fun zero and three. I actually, my last one is written down is uh, LSU, Southeast Louisiana, Louisiana Tech is how they start, but then they go Ole Miss, Georgia, Mississippi State, Bama, all, all four of those at home. So, uh, if you're a season ticket holder for Utah, Penn State, Texas Tech, LSU, Notre Dame, Northwestern, and I have Texas down here as well. So, all right, see, that's pretty interesting. We matched, we overlapped like four of those, and we didn't. There was no uh, same tastes. There was no preview. Um, no, As you, we did not discuss this. If before. you listen to the podcast, clearly we did not discuss this before. Since no. you know, all right. Last note here, um, not a, not a TV question, a life question. Okay, for Mitch Light. Now that we're done talking about games, okay. Life question. You you come to me sometimes for counseling. How about, how about a little this? bit older? Last My football. Children are older. Last football question. Okay. Pick one of the five Power Five conference championship games to go to. Which one is it? Probably the SEC. I've never been. Believe it or not. I love the Pac-12. It's the environment's not there, though. I, I, the empty I get seats it. in Santa Clara. I've been to the Big Ten championship game, Wisconsin-Michigan State, the first one. It was amazing. There's really two that have great environments. Um, I bet you the ACC's better than you think. And the Big 12 will be good. Miami-Clemson Miami, would be pretty big time if that happens. Virginia Tech, actually the highest, I think the highest attended one was actually Miami and, and, and Clemson last year. Uh, I might go Pac-12 just because I think Washington and USC, we won't have seen it before. They haven't played, and that could be a spot in the playoff. I mean, who knows? I, I, ju- I, I want to go to an atmosphere. I want to That's fair. Now. That's fair. Um, all right. So this weekend is Father's Day. I have never been around. I have two children now. I have never been around my children for a Father's Day. My youngest wasn't born, and I was working in the College World Series. So the first time my oldest daughter, who's still pretty young, so I could have had a Father's Day. I was away working. So this will be my first Father's Day at home with children. My question is, it's it's sort of like just my day, right? Yes. If I choose to in. not spend time with my children, does that make me a bad father? Or is that do I have I earned the right? I am going golfing with some buddies of mine who okay. also have children. And my wife was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to go golf, and then I want to watch the rest of the U.S. Open and the World Cup. And the idea is to not spend time with my children. Now, I am going to spend the morning with my children. I'm going to get I up early. Okay. I'm going to have breakfast with my two daughters, and we're going to have a good old time. One of them, uh, doesn't, even, one of them doesn't even move. Doesn't even know who you are. But like, I, I found it interesting. The responses I've gotten when asking people about this is the response is, is almost overwhelming. Yes, you are not supposed to spend the time with your children because that's what you have to do every other day of your life for those of us who are okay, good parents. Yeah. Okay, here, here's my... I've thought about it for like 30 seconds. I think you're doing it right. You spend time in the morning. If I give you full clearance, full to go out of town like you did, like I went to the College World Series with some buddies once for Father's Day. Like if you're out of town. You were doing it for fun and spent money. I went no and problem. made revenue. Right, no I problem. Generated no revenue. problem. If you're in town, you can't blow off your family all day. <laughs> so I think you're doing like either, okay. either have a dinner with them or a breakfast, spend time in the morning, and then go do your thing. And you will be home watching the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like you're out of town. So I agree, like. When you have young kids, that's the day you sleep in. It's just like, and especially the the women that have responded to this question are like, no, the one thing I want to do on Mother's Day is not be around my children because I I'm, I'm doing that every other day, and I'm and I, I I'm a good father. I'm around my kids every day. I pick them up from daycare. I take care like, of two young screaming children all the time. Like so. I had a similar question. We we uh you know my son's thirteen, plays baseball, and we've had games. The season's supposed to end Saturday. Got a text from the coach. 
um, said, hey, we, someone asked us to play a doubleheader on Sunday. I know it's Father's Day, so some of you might be busy. Let me know ASAP if you want to do this. And I said, of course. I said, there's nothing, this sounds corny, there's nothing I would rather do on Father's Day than coach my son's baseball team. Oh, what a sappy loser. It's true, I love it. Sappy. He has played. Sappy, sappy yeah. McSapperton over there. He's got a game tonight. Can't wait. You know, you know so it's just. It's, that's, are you rubbing that's it in that I had a second daughter? Is that what you're doing? Yes. You are I'm struggling inadequate. with this you're right inadequate. now. <laughs> so um, I, can, I can tell you about Gabe's awesome relief performance and his save. The I, got, I got 11 a.m. tea time can, with a buddy of mine. Okay. Thanks. We're, I couldn't play. I'm, I'm, I'm going to – you're not invited. Um, right. So I'm going to spend the morning with the kids and the wife, and I'm going to pack up, pack, breakfast? Up, pack up the cooler of, uh, of uh, adult cold of beverages Cokes? and uh, mosey on over to the course, maybe hit a few range balls, play around a golf, come home, plop down on the couch – Watch another. Watch some more golf. What's on the breakfast uh, agenda? Anything um, special? No, probably nothing special. Just okay. Some, she, the oldest likes uh, scrambled eggs and nice fruit and cheese. So. I love scrambled eggs. Well, and they're so easy to make for a kid. Yeah. No, she'll eat basically eggs, fruit, and cheese every morning for breakfast. Basically, good. give her some avocado, some strawberries. She likes that stuff. So, so uh, have a good time. But uh, it's funny. I thought I felt bad about it at first, and then everyone has told me, no, 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 no. It's your. It's the one day you don't feel bad about getting away from your little yeah. kids. This is. Three years in a row that my daughter's been out of town on Father's Day, so. She obviously doesn't love you. No. She's out of the country right now, so I, you know, Whoa. Yeah. I don't even, you know. Maybe I'll get a text. She okay? Call. She's in Israel. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't? That's amazing. Yeah. Have a grand old time. Okay. Uh, I didn't know it was safe time to travel to that area of the world. Right I think now. that, yeah. I never know about those things. Yeah. And I pay attention. She's not in North Korea or anything. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. You never know. Yeah. Foreign relations, and you never know what's going on. Maybe this time next year she will be in North Korea. It'll be just a great place to visit. <laughs> yes, there'll be, a be, there'll, be beach, there'll be beach resorts everywhere. And you yeah. know what? There'll be a college football game played, just like there is in Australia. Yes. There'll be an opener in, in Pyongyang. Pyongyang, yeah. It'll be an opener. It'll be Stanford versus Hawaii in North Korea. Uh, all right. So, all right. I'm, I'm clear. I'm going to play golf Saturday. Oh, yeah. Or Sunday. Play Saturday too. Make it a weekend. No, I also have to. I, I'm also earning points because I have to go to an in-laws wedding on Saturday night. Ooh, where brutal? Like locally, okay. locally, but it's like 35 minutes away. Do you have babysitters? Or you have yes, kids? drop okay. them off at mom and dad's. Um, the other thing is, I told my wife. I said, "Well, why don't you take the kids while I'm golfing down to see your father?" She's like, "That's a good idea. Father, I'll go do that. Grandfather would love that." And I was like. I've, I've worked this out perfectly. I get to go do what I want. She gets to go see her father. The only guy who gets left out of this whole thing, my dad. <laughs> Tough. My dad got left out of this whole thing. I love you, Dad. I'll give him a Happy call. Father's I'll Day. I'll give him a call. Yeah, I'll send him a text. Yeah. Bitmoji. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, old man. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Again, tweet us at Mitch, at Braden Gall, the host's name that used to host here, and ask him questions. Just bombard him with questions about his alma mater. It will make him very angry, and we will find much joy in it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Rate, review, subscribe. This has been the Athlon Sports Cover 2 Podcast.